Welcome to the Vegan Life Coach Podcast, where we coach you to coach yourself. And now it's time to become plan empowered with your co-hosts, 25-year vegan Ella Majors and mindset master Stephanie Aguilar. Before we dive into this exciting episode, this episode is sponsored by the Plant Empowered Coaching Program, which I'm thrilled to announce is opening its doors once again for a limited time because it's just so damn effective and has transformed the bodies and lives of so many humans over the years. It just seems wrong to keep it in hibernation any longer. If you're ready to stop stressing about food and start down the path to a holistically healthy lifestyle so that you can permanently release extra body fat and feel confident, fulfilled, and free, I invite you to learn more about the Plant Empowered Coaching Program and check out hundreds of testimonials right now by going to sexyfitvegan.com forward slash P-E-C-P. That stands for Plant Empowered Coaching Program. The link is in the show notes. You'll see testimonies like Lily's who wrote, without dieting, without struggle, without counting or weighing or stressing, I have somehow lost 10 pounds, dropped my blood glucose 20 points, bad cholesterol 20 points and more. Or Jamie who wrote, I began the program simply thinking I needed guidance on becoming vegan. What I gained was a complete life shift. I feel confident, free, and abundant. I am forever grateful to Ella and Stephanie for helping me remember who I am and get my life back. So with that said, I encourage you not to wait for what you think is the right time. You'll wait your life away. The time is now. We're here for you. Let's do this. Hey there, Empowered Vegan Lifers. This is Ella, and I'm here with my co-host, Stephanie. Stephanie, can you believe we're recording our first episode right now? I absolutely cannot. We've been so excited about this for so long, and here we are. And here we are. Yes. So crazy. And you know what? I think it's worth starting with a little disclaimer, Uh, Stephanie. I think we need to let you guys in listener land know about our potty mouths. What do you think? <laughs> yes, our sailor's mouth. Uh, you know, nothing against sailors, of course, but we really strive for authenticity and we rarely censor ourselves. And I think it's just important to always be who we are, even here. Our listeners are getting us real and unfiltered, even our potty mouths. <laughs> yes, we got to keep it real. Not that we'll be spitting out curse words every second, but but we got to keep it real. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So speaking of authenticity, can I share that I am, and Stephanie, you know this, but I am a recovering perfectionist. How many of you out there are recovering perfectionists? Because I know I'm not alone. And I have no doubt like tons of people can relate. And let me tell you, creating and launching a podcast when you identify as a perfectionist is no joke. I, you know, I can only imagine I'm not a perfectionist, but I do like to say progress, not perfection, but that's just definitely not an easy place to get to. So something we will definitely be diving into on an upcoming episode, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And related to perfectionism, there's a bit of a story behind the empowered vegan lifers name that I threw out when we started this episode. I was at PodFest not too long ago up in Orlando, Florida, 
And one of the things they were talking about is finding the right name for your listeners. And so being the perfectionist that I am for weeks, I think now it's been months. I mean, daily I am brainstorming. I'm writing out all sorts of combinations. I'm just, you know, daily thinking about it. It's taking over my brain. And we came up with so many that could have been good. And then I thought, you know what? We already have a fantastic Facebook group, the Empowered Vegan Life Facebook group. And we've been building that for years. We've got over 5,000 members now. Why don't we call them, you guys, Empowered Vegan Lifers? And so I was like, this is it. I, I think this is it. But let me, let me check with some other people. And I actually took it to my mom. And I said, Mom, I found the name, Empowered Vegan Lifers. And she goes, oh, oh, no. No, I don't, I don't think so. She's like, that sounds like prisoners in for life. And I said, what? Yes, that means this is the name. And Stephanie, it's all because of you. Tell them why. Well, I, I, my day job is I work in corrections. So yeah, I do. I know a lot of lifers and I think we're lifers, you know, we are vegan lifers. So I think it's a perfect name. I think so too. Yeah. And you know, even those of you who are on your path to becoming vegans, or are vegan curious, you know, you're on this lifelong journey with the rest of us. And it's not something that there's a start to and an end to until the day we die. And then, Absolutely. then who knows? We don't know exactly what happens. Yeah. But yes, so that's, that's the story behind the name. <laughs> Moving right along, we obviously want you guys to get to know us intimately. But we also don't want to spend this whole episode telling our stories because we actually want to dive into some material and strategies that will help you start making the powerful shifts that we are batshit passionate about helping you make. Oh, I love batshit passionate. So tell me, Ella, what, what are you batshit passionate about? Well, first of all, I want to just mention why we make such a phenomenal team, if I can kind of change directions for a second. Yeah. Because our passions certainly overlap to a huge degree, but our experiences, our expertise, what motivates us is also really different, which then makes us able to connect really intimately with so many different people, vegans and vegan curious people alike, from high-level athletes to fitness beginners, from career-driven entrepreneurs to stay-at-home parents. The root challenges, you know, what we call the root problems that we help people overcome, they are universal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I know exactly what you mean. And I think that it all comes down to that we care. And I know that's really become a phrase that's completely lost its meaning because so many people say it and it really just doesn't mean a damn thing. But we care so deeply about our planet and the animals that inhabit it with us and, and just people of all, all walks of life. And what I think is so beautiful about our relationship is that we've joined forces through that compassion. Yes, through that compassion. I love that. I love that. <laughs> all right. So back to the batshit passionate thing. Um, my purpose in life, which I have known since I was seven years old, is to turn the world vegan. And it started with me finding that compassion for animals at a very, very young age at seven years old. And I tell my story about uh, learning about Daniel Boone and how he had a raccoon hat and, uh, uh, you know, carrying around a shotgun. And I told my mom that he was such an awful person. 
And she was honest with me and she said, well, you know, Ella, we're, we're just very fortunate today. We get to go to the grocery store. We don't have to, you know, kill our own animals. Mm-hmm. And when I connected my food on the plate with the animal that it was, I was horrified. And that was it. I never ate meat again. That's, that's all it took for me. Uh, And then when I went through my younger years, really doing research, really knowing that I was out to save animals uh, in my teenage years, turning totally vegan, uh, doing animal rights activism, that was my my how, right? How am I going to go about fulfilling my mission of saving animals, turning the world vegan? And that animal rights, I mean, I would do things, Stephanie, and maybe some people know already that like sit on the side of... Uh, like on a sidewalk in downtown Chapel Hill, North Carolina, in a cage, uh, demonstrating what an animal experienced uh, in factory farms and yeah. in laboratories. So I was, I was all about educating people. Then I went into fitness because that's my other passion. Mm-hmm. And my how during my 20s was to really be an example, right? Mm-hmm. So I kept this facade up that I was just the perfect healthy, shining example of a fit vegan. And I was certainly fit on the outside. And I even, to prove that vegans uh, could have a strong physique at a time when most people thought vegans were these, you know, scrawny hippies who <laughs> didn't wear deodorant and grew, up their, grew their armpit hair out, you know, and that wasn't, that wasn't me. I wanted to break those stereotypes. So I, I did compete and win the bikini division of the Fame World Championships. But the thing was that I really connected my worth at that time to the shape of my body. Mm-hmm. And it took me down the road to disordered eating, a distorted body image, and I'll, I'll share all the details of that. There is no longer shame attached to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I'm doing this, because I want to help other people really learn to love themselves unconditionally and what that does for all of us in terms of our goals, our health, our fitness goals, our life goals, our career goals, you know, what that can do for all of us. Yeah. So my how now is right here. What we're doing is we've got the Plant Empowered Coaching Program. We've got membership. We've got the Facebook group. We're doing this podcast. And so I couldn't even be any more excited than I am to be here with you guys and with you, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. You know, what I find so amazing about about this also is that we've really come to the same place, but just through different doors, you know? So I'm a new vegan. I just came to it just a little over two years ago. So I was well into my 40s. And, but what I've known you know, since I was very young is that I just had a heart for helping people. And it really took me a really long time to figure out how best to do that. You know, I was a teacher for a while and, and I began working with at-risk youth. And then I finally earned my master's degree in clinical psych and I started working for the prison system. So I've been in the field of addictions for a long time and really helping primarily our incarcerated population live sober and criminal-free lifestyles. But along the way, I've had some really amazing opportunities to serve the law enforcement community as well. Um, I've been a crisis negotiator and a trainer in addition to to my other day job. (laughs) But the thing is, I got really, really good at helping others, but really, really bad about taking care of myself. And I, you know, I, I come from that. I struggled with an eating disorder beginning at age 14. And if I'm truly authentic with this, I, it was probably more like age of nine or 10. 
And, uh, and that just manifested itself in just so many ways in my life for so many years. And it, it really wasn't until I became vegan that I really stopped putting junk and suffering into my body that I truly healed. And I realized that that's what I wanted to bring to the world too. So I say I'm vegan for the people. I know that that's can be a controversial statement in our community, but I'm vegan for the people. And and it's really my passion to help others heal and live a life that is just what you said, in line with their values so that we can bring all of that healing to our planet and and to those around us too. I love that. And I love how you say that you're so boldly say that you are vegan for the people, because the thing is, we've got to be vegan for the people, Mm. you know, in addition to being uh, vegan for the animals, which was which is my underlying kind of uh, reason, and for the planet and the environment. But it's the people that whose actions are harming the animals and are harming the environment. So if we're not vegan for the people, we can't be vegan for the animals and the planet too. Yeah, That's how yeah. I see it. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we are the caretakers of our planet and all that it inhabits. And frankly, we haven't done a good job. And I, but I think that that often comes from a place of just brokenness. And so, you know, we're on a mission to, uh, to heal. Yes, we are. We got the healing has to start with ourselves. Absolutely. Just one more, one more mention. You got your uh, master's in psychology. I got mine in social work. You know, we, we often get these types of degrees because we need to heal ourselves. You know, that's so true. That's one more way that we have come, you know, through different doors and met. And it's one of the things that makes our relationship so comprehensive too, is not only that we have healed ourselves, but we're also able to look at the world. We're able to look at individuals through the lens of both psychology and social work. And, um, you know, it's, it's really very comprehensive or we're a great team. Such a powerful combination, I have to yeah. say, if I do say so myself. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we love ourselves so much. We're dangerous. That's right. As Brene Brown says, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. All right, so before we get to today's mini training, I want to tell you guys about some of the different types of episodes we're going to be bringing you because we are super excited. This is not just going to be Stephanie and I uh, talking and bringing you really valuable training, transformational training, which we're absolutely going to do. But there's some other things that we've got in the works as well. So I'm really excited about these things. I want to tell you all about them. One of them is one that I'm particularly looking forward to bringing you. And that is that we're going to be doing live coaching calls with listeners. And yes, that being said, we are going to have lots of fantastic opportunities for you guys to engage with us, to give your input, to interact with us, to ask questions, to participate in challenges, and even be coached on air on an episode. Now that's going to be with Stephanie and don't tell her this. Don't tell her I said this, but I don't want her to get a big head or anything, but Stephanie is quite honestly the most talented life and mindset coach I've ever had the fortune of working with. And I cannot wait to have all of you experience her magic for yourselves. We call her the queen of strategy, all right? Oh, oh shit. Oh, Stephanie, I forgot you're here. 
<laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that is the most flattering thing. I Wow. Thank you. Also, maybe the most uh, cheesy, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like cheese. Cheese is good. Cheese with That's a Z. That's right. Cheese, cheese with a Z. <laughs> All right. So check this out. In addition to the shows where Stephanie and I are going to be bringing you the most valuable life transforming tools that we teach our clients and members along with powerful strategies for applying the tools to your life in ways that will result not only in physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, but also what we want is a life filled with purpose and passion, peace, and the number one word our clients use to describe how they feel, thanks to working with us, is freedom. freedom. It's freedom, and it's a breath of fresh air. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So listen to this. As I couldn't help but mention early, we're, earlier, we are going to have live life coaching with listeners, with Stephanie, and you'll be able to apply to be coached right here on the show. And we'll put the link in the show notes. We're going to have interviews, of course, with world-class experts related to veganism and all our health needs, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual And the last one I'm really excited about is that one of my best friends, Anne Depanier Molina, is opening her very own farm sanctuary in Virginia, and it's called Hogs and Kisses. And this is fun because this is something I feel like I might, I don't want to take credit for it, and I'm not, but for years, you know, I've been working with people, like we talked about, Vegan for the People, but there's there's been something kind of missing is for me is contact and connection with the actual animals that we're ultimately helping. And that's what fills me up. That's what sets my soul on fire. And to get to this point and have my best friend, who was not even vegan when I met her years back, opening her own animal farm sanctuary is literally a dream come true. So this is very special to me, very close to my heart, and I am so excited to be on the board and help her do this. And what we want to do is invite you to be a part of the growth of this sanctuary by having her come on and give updates regularly. And we're just getting started. We've got the nonprofit going now, and we've got 10 pigs possibly waiting for us to open already from a farm in, in New York. And there's many other sanctuaries around there, but they're all full. So this need is there. We've got the pigs have names. We've got their pictures. So we want to invite you to connect with the animals too. And we also are going to be helping people to create their own micro farm sanctuaries with even if you only have a little bit of land, taking in a few animals. Uh, and these are this is something that's really growing in popularity these days. So if that's something you might be interested in the future, we're going to actually you know show you how to do it and just show you our mistakes because you're going to be along for the ride. So I am sorry if I went on about that for a little bit, but I, I just am really thrilled that this is going to be a part of it. And I hope you guys are too. Yeah. And one more thing before we dive into, into today's mini training, I want to make a request, Vegan Lifers. We are out to make a huge splash in the world of podcasting. And to do so, we are going to need your support. And this is something that will take you 30 seconds, which I realize in this day and age with this, you know, fast pace with the social media, how fast we move. I know that 30 seconds can actually be quite a lot to ask. But if you are liking what you hear, 
we would be incredibly grateful if you'd rate us and leave us an authentic review. Um, so press that subscribe button. We've got so much fun stuff to come and this will help us spread our love and our coaching to so many more people. So it's a way you can do your part as well. And I'm just going to throw it out there. I know this is at the very beginning, but we, we really appreciate and have uh, so much gratitude for each and every one of you who are listening now. Uh, and if you could do that, that would be fantastic. All right. Enough of that. Enough ask. So Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie, take it away with our training. Okay. So, you know, I want to talk about writing a new story for our lives. And this is something that we talk a lot about with our members. I think the best example is our member, Tammy. Tammy is, um, she's a powerhouse. I mean, just an amazing human being. I like to describe her as poetry in motion. Just, she's a work of art. She is beautiful, compassionate, creative, successful. I could continue on that list for days, but here's the deal. When she came to us, she didn't believe any of that. None of that was true for her. And what she was able to identify is that so many of the beliefs she was operating from were those that she had formed as a young teenager when she was being bullied. And these experiences really, really had a hold on her. As part of the human experience, we live into the stories that we tell. Stories about who we are, stories about how we operate within the world, stories about what is really possible for our lives. And I think what we often do not recognize is that if we do not take the pen, if we are not directing and crafting these stories ourselves, someone else is writing it for us. And in Tammy's case, it was the bullies. These bullies were continuing to write the story, even though the outward life she was living was clearly not what she was experiencing in her life internally. But the truth is this, unless we make intentional shifts, unless we take control over the reprogramming of our mind, we continue to hold so tightly to those beliefs that direct our lives, whether they are true or not. So in order to write a new story, we have to become the master of our own thought lives. It really starts in the work that we put in to reprogram our thinking make it work for us rather than against us. In order for us to get to that place where we are breaking down those beliefs and forming new ones, we have to get absolutely relentless with our thoughts. This is one of the key phrases we've coined in our membership. Get relentless with your thoughts. Most of us have bought into the idea that every thought we have is true. And that's just simply not the case. Just because we have a thought does not make it true. It is key to tune in to the way you see yourself and how you show up in your thoughts in order to take charge. And this takes a whole lot of courage. And I think back to the way Tammy was really willing to just dive deep to get to the truth of who she really is rather than just settling for the view that she had of herself and the life she was living. And she did this by challenging every single thought she had, not allowing them to pass without really questioning why she was continuing to operate from those thoughts and questioning whether or not these thoughts were true for her. So getting relentless with those thoughts allows you to clear the clutter of those beliefs that no longer serve you. 
and keep you stuck in those patterns of thought that do not allow you to be the author of your own story. And we have a system to help you do that. And the first step in that is to become aware of your inner thought life. That is correct. We're going to be getting into the whole self-coaching system that we use and we're going to teach it to you. So don't worry, that's coming. But we want to take this step by step because we want to give you the opportunity, the time to actually apply what you're learning. A lot of this is really big mental shifts because so many of us, I'd say the vast majority of us are stuck in kind of that victim mentality that things are happening to us in our lives, that we do not have control over what happens or what our future holds ultimately. And the truth is that we get to create who we are. Well, who we think we are isn't necessarily who we have to be. Like you said, Stephanie, it was, it's such a powerful thought to know that you know, who you are, the thoughts about that were formed by somebody else. And now we get to rediscover ourselves and figure out what our true identity is. And as you said, by getting relentless with our thoughts, we get to then pave the way to the future that we want for ourselves and our lives that is meaningful, that not only brings us joy, but also a bigger, broader sense of fulfillment. And so that's what we're going for here. So Empowered Vegan Lifers, you're a homework. When we get done with this is to start getting relentless with your thoughts, meaning start observing them. Just take a step back. When you have a thought, observe it as if it wasn't necessarily true, right? Yeah. So bring those thoughts into your awareness. And I love that approach, viewing these thoughts with compassion laying aside any judgment about them, and then just get really curious about what that thought is. And that's the first step. Ask yourself some questions regarding regarding that thought, starting with why. Writing it all down is absolutely essential to becoming aware. So get your pen, get your journal, and get relentless with your awareness. Yes. And I think I want to leave you guys with that approaching yourself with curiosity and compassion piece of this. And I'm going to say it again. Approach yourself with curiosity and compassion instead of the typical ridicule and judgment that we're so used to bringing to ourselves subconsciously. We don't even know we're doing it half the time. When you start to realize how you talk to yourself and know that the way you talk to yourself, you would never dream of talking to another human being in the ways that you talk to yourself. So true. Yeah. You would never, you would never walk up to somebody in the grocery store and say that to someone else. You would never allow somebody to speak that way to your children or speak that way to you. And so why in the world do we allow ourselves to speak that way to ourselves? It's not helpful. It's not helpful. (laughs) When it comes down to it, it is not helpful. (laughs) Right, right. Right. So we're going to leave you with that. Getting relentless with your thoughts by first becoming the observer of your thoughts, of your mind, and approaching those thoughts with curiosity and compassion. And that, Empowered Vegan Lifers, is a wrap. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and head on over to our website where we will always have a gift waiting for you. We'll have a place for you to leave us a message, ask questions, and apply to be coached on an upcoming show. 
Until next time. Until next time.